This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. But then again, we have proof we got, I mean, just now by coincidence, we have both Tevin and Judd. You want to talk about aliens? I mean, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's probably more of me. I mean, Tevin's a good looking guy. He's young. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm probably a little bit more of the alien-esque type of guy. You're alien-esque? I'm alien-esque, yeah. yeah. I love that. Judd, I, have to, I, haven't, alien-esque. I haven't been able to tell you this, but I owe you a big old thank you. Um, you caused me to avoid a fight with my husband because when I was mentioning what I was going to use as my excuse that I didn't that I stole his keys last week. Uh oh. Oh yeah. You kind of uh balked at it saying that's not a good route. And I thought about you on the way home and I was like, what if I just came home and said, I really messed up, I'm sorry. And it worked. Oh God. Beautiful. Yeah. See? You See? suckered him. Twins See? advice and relationship advice from yep. Judd. Judd. Does it all. Does it all. One stop alien shopping right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here, ladies and gentlemen. So I did watch the game last night, Judd. I know that the Twins, I don't believe they have any chance of going anywhere, but they're still in first place. Mm-hmm. So I, and I do love them. I do love my Twins, but my God, it just, some of the defense now, the, some of the, we got so lucky that that guy missed stepping on first base. Oh, oh yes. Oh, God, that was lucky. Yeah, you know, we saw last night, I think there were three different examples, though, of why you can't just move a guy to, like, a different position in midstream. Gee, let me guess Polanco. who you're talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that throw by Polanco, you know, was the whole cr- created that one. And horrible. then there was the uh, the ball that kicked off his glove. And it was yep. a rocket, but it's third base. It's called the hot corner for a reason. That's why I've always been, I guess the outfield, I'm a little bit more um, open to it. But, yeah. like, infield positions, like, oh, that guy can play first base. It's the simplest position. I don't think it's nearly as simple as people think it is to just change spots. Oh, especially third. I think you're right. Especially third base. The hot corner, you got to be good. Uh, who the hell was a player at Baltimore that invented the cone? Remember he invented the cone method at third base? It was uh, um, was it Brooks, Brooks Robinson? Robinson. Yeah, it was Brooks yeah. Robinson, absolutely. Oh, he uh, was, yeah, fantastic. He was fantastic, and, but he had in his mind that there was literally a cone in front of him. I mean, it was it was terrific watching him play, no doubt about it. So, Will, uh, we did win the game last night. I should point out they won it 3-2. to two. Uh, They gave up a run in the bottom of the ninth, but it wasn't enough. They still won the game 3-2. to two. And I still watch the Twins. I, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> what are you laughing about? That's an agreement laugh. I can hear it. You are an idiot, Tom. Britney's lips just sort of pursed and went up. That's what? Never no, good, never. That's never a good thing. God, you I need more Botox. You were actually thinking it, and you couldn't contain your facial expression. Tom's a moron. Let's yeah, direct. idiot. That's <gasps> scratching the surface. Shock and awe. <laughs> huh? So, in any case, I still have my twins. My twins are still in first place. I, who the hell knows? It's so weird, I suppose. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. They're not good enough to go anywhere. Um, guys like Polanco are one of the reasons he's just not good enough to play defense. He can't play defense anywhere. Can well, he? Well, yeah, and, and their problem too is so that so he's playing third base because Julian, who's got a really good bat, especially against right-handed pitching, is playing second base. Right, but he's a liability. It's a, so so the problem is you've now got 
uh, two-fourths of your infield out of position yeah. to try and keep their bats in the lineup because you you insist on playing Buxton, who actually is starting to hit at DH. So the one thing I'm glad about is um, they did not make any stupid trades to try and bolster yeah. the, yep. this team. They didn't trade prospects. I still would have considered trading Sonny Gray because he's in the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. But the thing that concerned me the most was they were actually going to trade prospects. And they're, for the most part, their trade deadline deals have been just horrendous. So standing, <laughs> I'd rather they just stand pat. They'll probably win this damn thing, but, I mean, it's still an embarrassment. Nonetheless, I was very happy they didn't trade a uh, top prospect yeah. and try and justify this. What is a charade? Because this division, I mean, <laughs> Cleveland, I find it hilarious that Cleveland's just continued to, to bail. Cleveland traded guys. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. We're, we're a game back. Who cares? We don't want this thing. You take it. Yeah. yeah. No, you brought that up yesterday, and you're 100% right. They don't want it. Mm-mm. It's weird. It's just I don't a weird blame them. Uh, I agree. You got your first Viking, or not Viking, excuse me, first NFL game tomorrow night, correct? Yeah, and uh, it, it's the Hall of Fame game, which, as we talked about yep. yesterday, is useless, except for the fact that former Viking third-round pick Kellen Mond, who's still with Cleveland, remarkably, I don't know how he's still in the league, Kellen Mond is going to start at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Really? Nobody plays in this game, no. Tom. It's just a, no, it's an extra. So nobody will play. But Kellen Mond, who who was cut out of training camp a year ago after O'Connell got an extended look for the first time, and I'm sure said, this guy's terrible, is going to start for Cleveland. So what about uh, your buddy over there at uh, the New York Jets? No, he's going to start, isn't he? Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron <laughs> I'm not Rogers. even sure he'll make the trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, he might not see Canton, Ohio. <laughs> You're probably right about that. He's a piece of work, man. I got a, a friend that, I don't know if they're great friends, but they are friends, and he said that, that Aaron Rodgers is one of the weirdest people he has ever met. Likes him, likes him a lot, but he says he's just very weird. It's too bad, too, because I, I actually had a good friend of mine who covers the Packers uh, and has for years and years now. And he got to know Aaron when he was drafted. Right. And the first few years, probably an extended time, he might've been weird, but he was a really nice guy. Seemed ordinary. Like, like you didn't see this. And then at some point in time, he flipped a switch and went, went into, for lack of a better term, his Sergeant Peppers period and became this really odd man. He did. Like he grew, like, like, he literally looks like, he often looks like he belongs on the cover of Sgt. Pepper's mm-hmm. as a beetle. <laughs> well, yeah, like, think about the hair. It's because he has no problems. He has a ton yeah, of money yeah. and no problems. Yep. And that's what you do when you have nothing going on in your life, is that you sit at home and you're like, how do I create turmoil? Because your brain is a problem solver, and right. it has to have problems to solve. So when you have no problems, you create problems like... Um, Listen, I've been, uh, what did he call it? It wasn't vaccinated. What was the term that he oh, used? Oh, immunized. I've been immunized. Yeah. Yeah. Immunized. That, that was it. Yeah, that's why you say those things, because he knows it's going to get some blowback, and he needs to have problems because everything else in his life is just so taken care of. That's a good point. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. When you don't have any pressure on you other than on a football field, it's pretty pretty good life. you got to make shit up. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, that's why we brought Brittany over, because she does nothing but cause problems, and yeah. it gives me a purpose. You're so welcome. You're just welcome, Tom. Your family <laughs> thanks me yelling every at, day. Yelling at people at Trader Joe's about masks. Yeah. I saw it. I, I've that's seen that me. video. You know me, just getting in everyone's business, not just trying to like get in and out, like yeah, running. Karen Arneson over there. That's <laughs> true. I just wow. honored you know my last name. Karen. I like it. Let's go with Karen. Karen Arneson. Why, was it, why did they choose Karen for that by the way oh you're such a karen why karen if it's because it's like the white no offense to any karens out there but it's like the whitest <laughs> sounding name mm-hmm. that you can think of it's like shaniqua for black people <laughs> yeah. or, or tevin for black dudes <laughs> tevin is not <laughs> yeah you sound like you should have some loafers <laughs> no. on and on a boat somewhere right, I, yeah i wish don't tell me a good time I'm using that today by the way the first woman i see out in public today i'm going you're such a shaniqua <laughs> i don't think you should oh, no why not on what neighborhood you're in if you should oh. use, use that or not you shouldn't go back to the old homestead no no i wouldn't <laughs> recommend that i could get down. you a little bit of trouble right there <laughs> I like the name Shadiqua though. It's a good name. I think that was the name of Martin's one of Martin the Martin Show. The Martin Show, yeah, yeah. is the oh, sister. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. So what else is happening in sports, fellas? Uh, the Vikings actually have a a night scrimmage, which of course uh, is a big deal. They've got a night scrimmage tomorrow night, and again, like we talked about, I think. Yesterday, they don't play a game until I think it's a week from Saturday yeah, or so. Yeah, week from Saturday, yep. But, um, yeah, thank God they've started because, like, the distractions now can start from the Twins. So so the, madden- the maddening night in, night out, which team is going to show up, are they going to score some runs, can at least be put on, on hold a bit. But that's about it because we're still away from training camp for the Wolves and Wild. And beyond that, locally... It's pretty slow. It's pretty slow, which is why the Twins had a chance to grab the imagination yeah. of the sports yep. fan. They had their opportunity, well, and uh, they completely peed down their pants like for the most part. Let me ask you a question. What's with the sugar-tit helmets the Vikings wear now at practice? They look okay, like it's clouds not, on their it's head. It's not just the Vikings. It's Candy every... It's, it's oh, every baby Vikings. Put my helmet on. It's, it's like, Jesus. It really doesn't do... I feel like it's more for show than oh, really? anything Is else. It? Like, because it's supposed to be like protect against head injuries, and I get that. Like, if there yeah. are collisions, but there's so there's not enough contact where in today's practices where like it makes that big a difference. I think it's more so. Look at we care about our players, so we put these little bonnets on them. See, I would correct my <laughs> neck rather than my head. I'd much rather wear a collar on my neck instead of some of puffy ass helmet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those helmets. That's the old school. Those helmets. I see them. They make Don Beebe look like Scott Studwell. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. It, it looks like a mushroom, right? It looks like yeah. a mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's the closest I, I can come to describing it. It looks like they have installed mushrooms on top of the standardized helmet. That's exactly what it looks we're, like. Oh, we're they're kind of con- cute. Oh, oh no. Here we go. Oh, God. He looks yeah. like, here we go. He looks like very manly. Toad from uh, Mario. 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 Yeah. He's adorable. Toad? Yeah, you know, like the Toad guy who's always like helping Mario out? Mm-hmm. I've never played Mario. Yes, you have. I was oh. listening to the family podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you actually have with have Andy. Yes. Andy's one of Andy's first oh, that's memories. Right. Yeah. That's what he said. That's right. I know too much about your life. I need a break. <laughs> yeah. There's a clip on Instagram of it today. Yeah, oh, I'm pretty really sure I just saw it yesterday. You talked about like breaking blocks or something. Because I didn't. What? Yeah. 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 Breaking blocks. We all blocks. know way too much about you. I guess, because I don't even remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Was it back in the Glug Glug days? Or uh, that... Apparently. Rebecca wants... Let's end this game together. 
Manny, get over here. Get some, let's play Marika. What is that? <laughs> Marika. No, it's Mario, Dad. It's Mario. Marika. Um, yeah, our listener, Rebecca, wants us to know that the neighbor's name was Shanene, not oh, Shanene. Oh, Shanene. I love Shanene. Thank you, Rebecca, I for Shanene. clearing that up. I love Shanene. That's a great name. Yeah. No doubt about it. Like, oh God, we got to take a, a quick break here, do we not? Got to, I mean, support all this talent we got on the show today, don't you think? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just gonna sit there and just take. I'm just yes. gonna take the compliment. Is I was considered the talented, talent. Tom. I'd like you <laughs> yeah, to know. Yeah, sounds pretty good, huh? All right, we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Many of you have taken my recommendation to give mnfatloss.com a try. I'm hearing from so many people how this program has worked for them when nothing else would. The mnfatloss.com program really has discovered the secret to weight loss. Just like the program says, I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days in the maintenance program, and now I went back to the weight loss program to get my, to my ultimate goals, about 225, 220, something like that. And honestly, it's just not that hard at all. And I mean not hard at all. I eat real meat, vegetables, and fruits. I'm not hungry or feeling deprived. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks like I did, that's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule a free consultation, just go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com. I gotta read what it says. Actually, says here. Okay, give it to us. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at MN Fat that Tom Bernard sent you. That seems offensive. <laughs> you massacred the name of the client. I just love when people do stuff like that. It's the client for mm-hmm. Christ's sake. For Christ's sake. Okay. Anyway, be sure to tell the team at MN Fat Loss that Tom Bernard sent you. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, living on a prayer. It's like, you know, spending your whole life in radio. What a waste of time. What do you think? Yeah, I'm glad I went this industry route. It's a lot better than working, though, don't you think? That's why I did it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot better than having a job. Look at my hands. They're like baby soft. Pristine. Look at that. What? I have no comment. I, the radio industry is great. I would work in this industry forever. Like, You've been a stiff your whole life. You know? How old were you when I met you? Uh, I don't know, like 22? Something yeah, like 21, that. 21, 22. Yeah. That's what I thought. Last because I was at the House of Comedy bringing comedians in. I would sit out in the hallway, get accosted by everybody that walked by, and then one <laughs> what day... What do you mean? What, one day wait, 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 back it up. Who's accosting you? I mean, everybody. Like, people just, just they're very by. friendly. Very yeah. friendly over there. Oh, friendly. Like, hey, can I get you anything? Yeah. Like, random, like, whatever. Brittany saved me a couple times, sat in her studio. And then one day, Lastman came out and was like, hey, Tom's talking shit about you in there. You got to get on the radio and defend <laughs> yourself. And it's been all downhill ever since. Ever since. All those years. Yeah. It God. was it was so funny. You'd sit in that uh, open area, and just so many people walk by, and it'd be like, "Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing?" And I was like, "If you want to come sit quietly in my studio, you can." And so he would literally just sit there on his phone, and I would just sit there, you know, answering calls for the morning show. It right. was just sit quietly, so you didn't have to be in an area that everyone was gonna <laughs> walk by. I don't remember talking shit about you though. What's he talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, he must have been talking about the other show down the hall or something. Yes, yeah, that must no. have been. <laughs> God, that. That's a, so I've known you f- almost 15 years. 
No, I'm not that old. I didn't like think so. nine years. Kevin, you're getting old, right? Yeah, there, no, he's man. just aged me like ten years. No, well, I'm like nine years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it would be nine. Yep. My God. Yeah. And like oh. one of the first days that I met you, were like, I think I can pick you up. And then you just bear hugged me and picked me up off. I felt like a child. <laughs> I felt like a child. It's like I am way too big to be getting picked oh, up. How like tall this. are you? Uh, six four. Six four. And then yeah. how? What like, size shirt you wear? Extra large. Oh, because you're a big guy. Yeah. I mean, you're not a like small. Like two twenty. You don't it. wear an extra large. I'm, I'm big. Show me your tag <laughs> right now. He's got some shoulders sorry, on him. Like a personal thing. I'm right sorry. Shoulders. Was that Show like Lizzo's tag, accusations-esque, Kevin. the way I just t- – I would like to apologize. Don't you do not have to take me. your clothes off. Brittany's like, give me your shirt. Hand I don't believe you're an XL. I just want to go on record. Okay. God, that's what, fine. What movie is that when the guy says to another guy in a bar, he goes, size shirt do you wear? And the guy goes, uh, extra large. He goes – What's your pants size? He goes, what do you mean? He goes, what size is your waist? This guy looked like he was about three and a quarter. Oh, 32. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just, my husband <laughs> just bought a 32 size pants. And I was like, how? And then he put them on, sure enough. Yeah, they don't, yeah, he doesn't weigh 350. There's that's, no doubt about that's that. That's wild. It is amazing. I think that fitted clothes for guys are the most overrated thing. I, I will always go up a size. Always. Yeah. You got to move around. Oh, this shirt's way too big for me, actually. I mean, it, Yeah, but it's comfortable. I can tell you're comfortable. comfortable. Yep. That's far more important than, like, if it fits good for for the YouTube. What's important here Because <laughs> that's that my husband's doing it. For the, uh, for the YouTube. For YouTube. Um, for the YouTube, he's doing it. Yeah, obviously. I love that. Uh, you do look nicer when your things are fitted nicely. I will yeah, say I that. Um, but yeah. I agree. I always do oversized stuff. Uh, but I also think it's annoying. Men get not only size, but length of pants. And women, it's just like small, medium, large, make it work. Oh, Catherine has a real hard time because oh. she has such long legs. I'm sure she does. Her and I are similar <laughs> height. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. terrible. So there's my grievances. She's trying some pants on yesterday. You know, she's got that very thin waist as well. She tries one on, and they're... I did not know this, by the way. Are we kicking the bell bottoms again? Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. What? I've been rock- got, women yeah. are wearing bell bottoms again. Yeah. <laughs> But we call him You're Flair. He's in shock. <laughs> He's in shock. Judd's in a state of shock. I thought no, his no, computer no, no, froze. No, let's not go down this path because if you know, we don't need that. Why? They're that. cute. Yeah, all of like right. the bell bottoms, baggy like sweatpant clothes type of thing is all making a comeback. It's like the eighties, nineties all over again. They call it like well, either bootleg or wide leg or straight leg, but they don't call it they don't call them bell bottoms, but they should. It's still bell bottoms. I like that. They're from, that's a navy deal, isn't it? When then the one that invented in the navy for some reason. That's such a Tom Bernard fact. <clears throat> I have no idea. Well, they did. They made bell bottoms on purpose, mm-hmm. and I think it was for the navy because they would not trip up over ropes and all that bullshit. Yeah. Well. I guess I don't know. I don't know why they did it. Who knows? We don't need the seventies back. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> why? We don't need that. We don't need shea carpeting. We don't need bell bottoms. We don't need big collars. The 70s should stay right where they were. Shag carpeting is the most hideous carpeting I've ever seen. Yeah, and especially when these meatballs put shag carpeting in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, good what? call. That's, that's not a thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> what? Yeah, it absolutely oh. 1,000% is, my man. It's awful. Yeah, It is. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. And then remember when people would do, like, the carpet 
toilet seat covers. Yeah. 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 My grandma yeah. had one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, like, why yes. do you need that area to be comfy? Yes. No. Can I tell a quick story about the the fluffy <laughs> toilet seat cover? Yes, please. He's no longer with us, so I can reveal it to the world. My father-in-law, many, many years ago, well, back when he used to go out and have a good time, came home and he was pretty lit up, and he didn't quite get the toilet. And it had the shag uh, cover on mm-hmm. the toilet cover. Didn't oh, quite no. get her up. So he kind of sang his lunch onto the top of that. So he couldn't leave it there, obviously. Obviously. He most dumped most of it in the toilet, but it still needed to be. So he threw it down the clothes chute. No. Problem is, it didn't make it to the clothes chute. It landed on the furnace. <gasps> and the whole house smelled like puke uh, for about uh, a week. Oh. Gross. I don't think you ever get that no. out of there. You, that you baked... You baked throw up into your house at that he point. He personally told me the house smelled like his puke for like a week. That's never coming out. No. And was That's he like, terrible. Did he have family, like married kids, uh, anything like that? Not at that time. Oh, okay. I don't think so, they were so that's yet. a tough. Your wife's not going to let you live that down every day. Your oh, house God. Is smelling like puke. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Oh, can you imagine the odor of that? That's got to be just thrown away. Like as, soon as, yeah. as soon as the puke hits <laughs> that, you've got to you, go get a go get a, a bag, yeah. a, you know, plastic yeah. bag. Put it in a plastic bag and throw it out the door. Judd, listen, those covers were a dollar twenty nine. Yeah, came, came out okay. <laughs> yeah, where are you gonna find another one? I had blue light special came out. A yeah. very well intentioned friend who was like, "Here's the elaborate way you get, uh, you know, poop stains out of these white onesies when you know your kid shoots, you know, oh. rooster out. tails mm-hmm. it out the back." And I said, "Nope." <laughs> I don't need to know. Like, these are a dollar. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I hate to be wasteful, but I am not putting time and energy. Done. Yeah. Like, done. <sighs> I just feel like going to puke now because it's funny. Yeah, I think so. I haven't eaten today, though, so there's nothing to hurl. It's got Diet Pepsi in your system. That's true. Just whoop. God, you know they don't make that anymore. I can't find it anywhere anymore. What was the term you used? Saying their lunch? Yeah, saying their yeah. lunch. I've never heard that prior. Heard singing that. their lunch? Really? Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's like very cute <laughs> and very graphic and a lot of imagery. There are a lot of those great sayings like that from the old days. I love that stuff. No question about it. Great memory, though. I have, I'm going to have that memory the rest of the day today, and it makes me very, very happy. Having Don tell me about when he sang lunch on the toilet seat cover. Well, and then in addition to the shag, like toilet seat cover, have you ever had like the cushioned actual toilet, like seat? Oh, yeah. That you don't yeah. love yeah. that. That is the weirdest. I hate that. It's always cracked. My guess. It's it, always cracked and like peeled off in areas, yeah. and you go, don't love this. Well, well, there's also like the edge of it, too, like where yeah. the two seams meet. There's, yep. like a, there's like a plastic, like yeah. razor sharp. You sit down on that thing, you stand up, and you're like, why am I gushing blood off the back of my thighs? <laughs> don't love that. <laughs> no. There was a kid in my neighborhood because of what you just said. That that's, that little seam mm-hmm. must have been split or something. Because he said every time until they had it fixed, when you sat on that toilet seat, it farted. Yeah. You sit oh. down and go. Oh. Yeah. And you just want to yell out to everybody. A whoopee cushion. It was the seat. Yeah, it was like a whoopee cushion. Yeah. yeah. It was the seat. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Toilet seats are fine. Toilet seats as designed are absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not supposed to be an experience of great comfort. No, I'm, no. Judd, I agree with you. No redesign needed here. Oh, I agree. No, just leave it alone. Yeah, the the cushiony ones, that was not a good idea. No. They still make those? I bet. Yeah, maybe. I just, yeah, you don't need My any- mother-in-law had, had one before she passed, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. 
They still make the fluffy. Well, I suppose for older people, it'd be good. Yeah. The cushy ones. And then I got the boosters for the older folks and all that stuff, but that's a whole different story. Speaking of uh, shag carpets, Tom, do you recall the biggest, the biggest thing was any like thumbtacks because you couldn't see them, right? Oh, you get in the shag. And so you'd be walking across the shag carpet and you'd step right on a bleeping thumbtack. Like there was more stuff buried in shag. Anything you dropped. You couldn't find. Jed, what a well, life How many thumbtacks do you yeah. like use on a regular basis yeah, where I this thought. was a regular occurrence? This is the 70s. I hung a lot of posters, okay? <laughs> I will Sports tell you. posters. Well, exactly what you're talking about with Hot Wheels. Oh, or Legos. Mm, you step or a, a Lego. Lego there oh, my Ow. God, that hurts. That'll end your life. Oh. <laughs> Man, that hurts. What vacuum are you using on these? Because we got new yeah. carpet in yeah. the baby's room, and we got like plush carpets. We're like, oh, you know, good idea. And even that. Uh, my vacuum constantly gets stuck on it. So what vacuum are you using on this shag carpet? What are you doing? I don't know. What do you do? I don't. Well, we don't the, have shag well, carpet. Doesn't yours have like a little adjustment that you can bring? Oh, the... it didn't matter. Really? Doesn't matter. Like really? our carpet oh. was. It was like. It just is. Was like what? <laughs> I thought she was going to do a Richard Pry impression of a uh, vib, a vibrator, a dildo. Remember that his impression of that. <laughs> He said, man, how can you have sex? You go in there and you whip out these dildo-looking things and you use it and you turn it on and it goes, Zzzz, and the second you use it, goes, Zzzz. <laughs> <laughs> it actually sounds a little like this. You're fucking 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 Do you guys remember there was that lady who always talked about sex and she always had dildos and the way she would show it working is she'd put it in water constantly. Oh, yeah. It was like an older yeah. lady who yeah. would always talk. It was like, I want to say. Dr. Ruth? Yes, I was going to say Ruth. Dr. Ruth. Yes, and she constantly oh, was like. Had these like glasses of water just readily available for when it was time. I was like, oh, stop, Ruth. Like, That's my water, Ruth. Thank you very much for that. Now let me have your coffee. <laughs> it's all to God, Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Is that Dr. Phil that brought her on, or was it Phil Donahue? Who was it? No, she was. Let's see, because Oprah brought in Dr. Phil in, onto the planet. Right. Uh, but right. I think Dr. Ruth had a radio show first. I want to say okay. it was like a regional, I mean, it was a national radio show. And yeah. Ruth was way before. Way before, like, yeah. yeah. That's the eight, yeah. 80s, because she. she she had a successful cable show that, like, a lot of people watched. Yep. And I want to say that was mid-'80s, right, Rudy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember that was sort of like my weird way of, like, getting porn at, like, the age of 11 or 12 before sure. you watched the scrambled Playboy channel on the cable box. We had that where I'd watch that because it was at late at night, and then I would – she would have, like, a <clears throat> plastic, you know, vagina sitting out there, and she always had, had that weird accent – Remember that time? Yes, she had the I weird accent. The accent. Then you insert into the vulva, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. That's exactly He's just he huddled did. around his TV yeah. with the volume on like three. He's taking so notes. Yeah. Don't hear like, why is he hanging out at VFW bingo halls all the time? I'm like, I'm into old ladies. Don't judge. Don't. The old ladies, baby. You guys, uh, her origin stories are wild. She was born in Germany in 1928, forced to leave her home to escape the Holocaust, was in an orphanage in Switzerland when she was only 10 years old. Wow. And then at the age 17, she went to Israel to become a member of a paramilitary Jewish group fighting for the country's independence and training as a sniper. What? And she's about four feet tall. Uh, yeah. Uh, she said, I was a sniper in the underground in the Haganah in 1948. I've never killed anybody, though, but I was badly wounded in both legs. 
That's not why I'm short. I would have been short anyway. <laughs> Just to clarify. That's a good line, actually. Oh, my God. You so- put the crosshairs on the penis. There you go. <laughs> She's lived a very interesting life. She's still alive? She's got to be dead. Oh, oh she's she was gotta gotta be. She was old in the way. Yeah. This was written in night, uh, 2016. I'll find out if Dr. She Ruth can't is still, still alive. Be. She'd be about a buck ten. Mm-hmm. That's a great run, regardless. Could you imagine yeah, her in the old folks' home just still giving out all the advice? Now, Patty, when he re- reveals his... Oh, you gave a look. She's still alive. No way. 95 years we old. Have her 95? On the show. Oh, we should. Somebody try to get her on the show. Gottman, how are you doing? Yeah, I can oh, hear it. It would be phenomenal. I cannot believe she's still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. Although she's a little person, and little people do live longer than big that's, people. I was just going to say that. Yes, that's a great point. She yeah, I just had a birthday in June. Oh, my God. I just want to know more about Dr. Ruth. So she's on top of it because the other day she tweeted. This was just seven days ago because Twitter went from Twitter to X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just tweeted out seven days ago. So now all my tweets are X-rated even when I don't mention sex? Oh, you got to oh, have Ruth. her on the show. Oh, oh Ruth. Come on. Who wrote that for her? Because she uh, didn't come up with that. Let me, uh, l- let's see if we can make this happen. I'm, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I'm not going to be here on that Tuesday. Why? You don't want to talk to Dr. Ruth? No, talk to her about being a sniper. Yeah. Right. You don't want to talk to the lady that could educate you on sex as well as teach you how to like operate a handgun, sniper, rifle, yeah, military. Yeah, she sounds like a badass. So, uh, Dr. Ruth, I've been shoving pencils up my ass. Is that okay? She'd say, whatever makes you happy. That's her thing. <laughs> whatever makes She's you like, happy. She's well, like, whatever works for you. She sounds like the, uh, have you seen the How to Build a Sex Room show on Netflix? Yes, oh. yes. She sounds like that. Oh, it's the craziest show you'll ever, if you think you're kinky at all, this you're, will make you think you're not because you're the yeah. things that people put in their houses yeah. is ridiculous. As long as it's a number two pencil, Tom. Number be number one. two. Yeah. I feel like yeah. lead. her big I thing agree. would be making sure it's like a clean situation, right? Like that yeah. would be her big thing yeah. is infection. You don't want to shove anything up there. Right. She would teach you how to field dress anything if there was an emergency in the bedroom. Also, (laughs) make sure the eraser is very attached to the pencil. But I have a question. What's the the sex room? I have not seen this. It's on Netflix documentary? Yeah. It's like this British woman that specializes so people will contact her and she goes and transforms whatever room into like a sex room. And it's a lot of couples that are like, oh, we work a lot. We have kids. We don't get to be very intimate. And they have – they'll be like, oh, my kink is – dressing in leather and smacking you with a whip. And she'll be like, here's a room that I put all of these like penises really? and vaginas everywhere that Perfect. you can do all of your kinky stuff in. It is, it's oddly like innocent, but it's also like extremely not innocent. And like a lot of times just about good uh, uh, architecture and like double bolting down swings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You're oh, like, really? okay, yep. it's good to know yeah. even for like right. normal things. Right, bolt your sex swing into a stud, yep. not just into the drywall yep. so you don't fall. Things you should know. Yeah. You do realize this Christmas, for his present, I'm giving Tevin a... And I might do the even do the zipper the moth on the, gimp, on the gimp hood. What do you think? Oh, wait, is that like the all leather? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a panic attack in that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would. Like, what? I would. Brittany's like that? considering it. She's like, yeah, okay, now I probably couldn't do that one. Oh, that would terrify me. What, what, what movie oh. was that? The guy was wearing a gimp hood the whole movie. Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Is that? I don't know. It's one of, I, one of I don't know. I only watched 12 minutes of it. Hey, yeah, there you hey, go. That's, that's generous. Enough. That's enough. There's no question about it. It's enough time involved. There was cuddling involved, even. <laughs> oh, my God. 
We only got one more minute with Judd, unfortunately. So, when, any closing arguments? Uh, no, but I, th- this uh, discussion does bring back my favorite thing that ties in uh, sports and porn, which is something you can't say much. Tom, do you remember the old Spectrum Sports when it started? Oh, of and it was, yep. and, and, and you had to get a D scrambler, but mm-hmm. it was on UHF Channel 23, and they would show Twins and North Stars games. But after the game was done, there would be called Spectrum After Dark. And as a 10-year-old kid or so, the thrill was to try and, to try and decipher through the squiggly lines, because I didn't have the decoder box, the porn scenes. And but like it would be like, uh, you know, twins lose five two tonight to the Yankees. That's a wrap on this game. And the next thing would be like Spectrum After Dark coming up soon or coming up now. And then it just could transition right to porn. You know what, though? That was like pre TikTok algorithm and they were hitting a great algorithm. Like, hey, guy, you just watch this. What about falling into some of this? They yeah. knew they knew what they hey? were doing. Hey, what about this? Hey? You just gave me a great memory because when Spectrum came out, we were living on the farm out there in Dayton, and Spectrum called me and said, we want you to watch our network. And I said, well, I can't get it. They came out and put about a 15-foot tower on the roof of my house. That's oh, how yeah. I picked No kidding. Up, yeah. yeah. They put, I got Spectrum because they put a huge tower on the top of my house. Well, you know. So you... So you didn't have to watch it through the blurry lines. No, you no. lucky guy, you. Damn. Neither did Andy or Alex. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Oh, remember that back in the day when computers first came out, and you would watch the screens just go deep, 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 and you'd yeah. realize it was pornography after about five, or ten minutes. The picture oh, yeah. would slowly load, load and you're like yes. seeing the neck. That's the exactly head. what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, give me nipples. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. You know, as and mark- then the phone call would come in and knock you offline. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Get off the phone, Andrea. Yeah. That's a great idea Who's- around here. After the family podcast, we go Tom Bernard after dark. Yeah. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Brittany making her dildo sounds. Yeah, there you go. And look, here goes in my other water bottle. Oh, God. Oh, all right. I'll see you guys All right. Bye, Judge. Thanks a lot. Score North, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just let me know when uh, when Michael's ready to go, and we'll yeah. we'll do a little schmoozing about that, too. Um, a listener a wrote in saying Pulp Fiction was the one with the gimp suit. It was. It was Pulp Fiction. You're, that's exactly right. The okay. gimp hood with the zipper mouth. Yes. That was from Thomas. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. Oh, Thomas the twin. Thomas. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say his last name, and then realized I probably shouldn't. Ooh. <laughs> it might start with a W. I don't know. Sorry, Tom. Thomas Winthrop. That's who it was. Thomas, mind your business. <laughs> Thomas Wentworth. It was one of those. That's uh, all I'm saying. Um, I just want to read this one quickly then before we get to Michael on the, on the uh, horn here. We were talking about this earlier, that people can't take a joke anymore, and I wanted to bring it up again. What do you think of that, Devin? What are you, 31 now? Yep. Yeah, nobody can take a joke. Whatever you're about they to say, can't, I 100% agree with it. Yeah. Why is it that no one can take a joke anymore? What happened? I don't know. It's, everybody's just so serious all the time, and nobody laughs at themselves. Like, if you go to a comedy club and you hear a joke about something, people will take it as if it's a personal attack on oh, them. And God. it's like, God, we, like, if you have to be able to laugh at yourself and just turn it off and enjoy life. Like, and I'm sure, Rudy, you see it all the time, being a comedian, where things have changed, where you can't 
you get a lot more pushback or nowadays with everybody thinking, cause you'll see a lot of clips from comedy go viral because somebody's interacting with the comedian on stage and the comedian's trying to shut it down. And then it goes viral. And now people think, Oh, I'm here to be a part of the show and yeah. be offended. And that's going to help you go viral. That's the number one thing you hear when somebody gets kicked out is I was just trying to help. Help. Just, yeah. Don't need yeah. your help, dude. Been doing this long enough. Know what I'm doing. Thanks. Yeah. Stop helping me. Yeah. Mike's yeah, ready to go, right. by the way. All right, Michael Bryant. How are you, Pally? Good, good. I got to help a comedian, huh? <laughs> yeah, you do. Let me think about yeah, we it. need help. Uh-huh. Let me think about My it. My feelings were hurt, Mike. I know. Well, you've so. done a lot of DUI work anyway, haven't you? Thank you very much. Hey, Great well, to be here. What's happening, Pally? Well, I I was calling in to see if you wanted to talk about that latest in uh, in uh, in videos, or uh, if you wanted to talk about the new laws. So I don't know which which call I was supposed to be making. Well, you can do both. And you know what we could do? We got about four minutes for the break. So the the shorter one you can do now, and then after the break we can do the longer one. Okay. Well, the the changes in the laws, the biggest one that people are affected by is, or that are excited by, I guess, is the change in laws concerning marijuana. Light them up, and, smoke them if you got them. Yep. And the big thing, big thing for people to keep in mind is it's still federally illegal, which means that they could still be charged federally, um, even though it's mm. legal here. Um, and there's a number of things you have to keep in mind that when you get your conceal and carry, you sign a, a, a oh, form right. saying yep. you won't be having in possession of pot. So you actually sign that form when you do it, so you'd be in, in violation of federal law. Can't drive to Iowa or neighboring states with it. Mm-hmm. Can't mail it to somebody. Can't actually bring seeds in from out of state because those are all against the law. Um, so there's just things that people just got to keep in mind. And if you're responsible and you keep those things in mind, you can keep your two pounds in your house and carry your four ounces and, you know, grow your four four plants in your house. Yeah, I don't – and again – I know I've said this a million times, but I'll keep on saying it. Do not smoke weed. It's not good for you. Yeah, that's the other thing is the whole health issue with the yep. actual smoking. You know that, but you know that's that's beyond the the, the point. And, and and there's still you know there's still issues with driving. They don't have a really good. They don't have a test as far as driving goes. Um, and that'll be interesting to see where that happens with driving. And then the other factor that's a big deal is that um, is that they added with the law that people's past records are going to be expunged. But the BCA didn't categorize cases by by marijuana; they were just drug charges. And so it's going to take a long time for them to go back in the files and expunge old records. Yeah, I suppose they will. Now, are they going to let people out of prison now that went to prison for some people did up to twenty years for dealing well, pot back in the day? Most of the people in prison are going to be in there under federal law, so, yeah, oh, that's so you're true. not going to. Yeah. That's not going to change. Yeah. And then you, when you're in a, in a federal prison, you know that's still against the law there. So, so I don't think we'll see that many things. We're probably going to see petitions for parole. And the new law also made it easier to get paroled because the governor's panel no longer has to be unanimous. doesn't need all three votes. You'll need two of the three. So, you know, you can convince two of them. They can let you out early. I could see that. Well, why don't we take our break and we'll come back and, and address the other issue. What do you say? Sure. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or their website and listen for at least one hour a day to be entered to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert. That's at Target Field just, what, a week from today? week from tomorrow. As a matter of fact, uh, next uh, week from Thursday. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win tickets or compliments of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. We'll be right back in a couple seconds more with Michael Bryant. This is Tom Bernard for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. 
Attention all power sports enthusiasts, this August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as you go to destination for all things marine and power sports. To say thank you, each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, we'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. And that's not all. Throughout August, we've got something special planned, as a matter of fact. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary, Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, especially guest Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant with us. So a couple of big things happened. We uh, addressed one of the issues. And what's the other big story today, Michael? Well, the other big story is the shooting on, on 94. Right, um, right. And and the, we saw the body cams, which was really fast. And there's a new law that came out that requires them to get the body cams out as quick as possible. And the family watched the body cams earlier. Um, there's some issues on whether or not some of it was redacted. Um, and there's been some calls for getting the unredacted version. Um, a lot of people are talking and comparing this to what happened with, with Officer Porter. 
I to me, when you watch it, I watched the body cams last night, and when you watch it, I mean, you know, the big issue with Porter was that she had a gun in her hand and didn't know it. She thought she had something else in her hand. A taser, And yeah. she shot, she thought she had a taser, and she shot somebody with a gun in her hand. That was the yep. issue. These, you know, these state troopers clearly had guns in their hands, and they, you know, they used them when the guy took off, and they both went flying out of the vehicle. Um, it's, it, you watch these, and it's, it's, I don't know. I it, it, these whole exchanges that take place on the road with you know people not following instructions, um, but they have a fear because of other things that are happening. It's a sad thing, but you know the guy had a felony that they that we he was under a warrant back in in Ramsey County. So there's a lot of issues going on there. At what I think it was like two thirty in the morning, um, and uh, it's an unfortunate thing. But I, I I don't see it the same as Porter when you watch it. So here's my question. It's 2.30 in the morning. You have to pull a guy over. What was he doing, like 100 miles an hour or something? Well, I think he had a, a, a taillight that was out. I don't yeah. know. I, I didn't Both see if there was yeah, a speeding issue, but there was taillights were out. Taillights were out, and he was I, – I had heard he was – I don't know if he was, but I heard he was, was speeding. And a question I do have for people who have not been around guns your whole life, you do not know what that's like for a cop to walk up – on a guy, 2.30 in the morning, he's got no taillights. That should never have happened if he was speeding, whatever the situation is. How do you know that a guy's not going to shoot you as you're walking oh, up sure. to the car? Yeah, I mean, that's people why always they... discount that part of it. Well, that's why they, you know, they go on the ready when they go up to the car. That's why they go on on both sides the way yep. they did. And, you know, there's a whole exchange about, you know, do you have a warrant? And, and when you get a license in Minnesota, they have a right to get, stop you and pull you out of the car. They can't search your car without a warrant, but they can they can get you out of the car, and they can and they had probable cause based upon the the, the tail lights. You know that's why I, I think I've told Brittany many times: don't drive around with bad tail lights, or they'll find yeah, you in your car. <laughs> yeah, you criminal. Yeah, Brittany, if you want to stay safe out in these streets, Thanks. make sure your tail lights. Thanks, are guys, for this aggressive advice. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, and it's for everybody, including you, Michael. Have you ever had a gun pointed at you? I have, and they are very big barrels when you look at them. <laughs> they really, I have as well. You don't know what it's like un, until you've been through somebody pointing a gun at you who's been drinking particularly. It's terrifying. I'm just here to tell you, your life could end in one second, and it's just... It's not very comfortable. Yeah. And did the yeah, guy did the guy that was shot did he have a gun? Was there a weapon on him? I don't know if they what if they found what's in the car yet. Um so I don't I I don't know that. I mean he, there wasn't a brandish gun. You know, you don't yeah. have the Castillo thing where he actually says I have a gun. Right, right. You know, and you know, so you know that there's a gun in the car. So which was a different issue in that case altogether. Um, so there was different factors with this stop. I mean, he's by himself. He doesn't have a kid with him. Um, and, you know, the whole exchange about the warrant just wasn't the law in Minnesota. And I don't know. I, it, it, it shouldn't have happened. I, I don't like seeing people getting killed on the road. Right, but right. there's a lot of extra factors there that aren't the same as in the other cases. Yeah. And because, well, like, when I saw the video, I was like, there's a couple of things. Like, well, one, if he, yeah, he has a warrant. Like, but if he drives off, like, you can just get him another time. Like, it's not like you, this is some murder murderer like some he's highly dangerous to society like you can we can get him another time and then well, like the cop didn't he shoot from like the passenger side 
in which yeah, like the yeah. other officer was also on the driver's side. So it's like, oh, that's not yeah. very smart. Like what if you miss that guy and hit your own officer? Our bullets like, go through well, people. Right. The, the, that's how they approach cars. So it's from the two sides. No, they I, don't know who's in the car and they don't know what's going on. Right. Now, no, I get that. But like for one officer to shoot like across and in the direction of another officer seems like not a very good standard practice. Well, I think I think the shot was going forward as the guy's driving away. Oh, okay. So I don't think the officer's still there. Now, the other thing that you see is they actually ask for permission before they pursue. It wasn't an automatic pursuit. Mm-hmm. When they go back and you watch the video about, I don't know, about a half a minute more, and you see them running when they're running back to the car, they're making the request, can we pursue, and they get the authority to pursue because of, you know, uh, the circumstances, the time of day, and where it's at. So they're not going through a city. They're going on 94. You know, it's based upon that warrant back in Ramsey County, which is, as I understand it, a felony warrant. So, you know, whether he's killed somebody or not, you don't know. Um, So there are some extra factors here that they have been, you know, required to do. It wasn't like they just suddenly jumped in and decided we're going to run. And apparently... From watching the video, I think he got shot, and then he crashes, I think, is what happened. Yeah, yeah he, like, crashes, like, the guardrail, and they kind of right. pegged him up against it, yeah. So I have a question for you on this one, because it's happened before. Uh, if, as you said, just let the guy go, you can get him later. The only problem with that argument is it has happened before where that has, that has gone on. The guy then hits another car and kills someone, and then the city gets sued for letting the guy go. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge yeah. problem, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's no yeah. perfect answer to any of it, no. which makes it so, no. so much more difficult to figure yep. out. Well, it, it's why those jobs are the tough jobs they are. I mean, it's, you know, those are not easy jobs to go up to somebody at 2 o'clock in the morning like that. Um, but, you know, there's a big difference between racing through a city downtown yeah. and mm-hmm. being out on 94. Now, I, I don't think there's an optimal optimal place to have a pursuit, maybe the mm-hmm. Sahara Desert or something. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. um, but, uh, you know, that that's why they're and, they, and they're requiring with the like the, they, they have looked at things like no knock warrants and they have looked at pursuit and they have looked at body cams. They required them to have body cams. So, so they are doing things to try to make this better overall so that we, you know, have a, a system that works for as many people as possible. That's what we got to do. I just wish people wouldn't be so all knowing and so judgmental because you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Most people. No, they just don't. <laughs> well, they don't. That's they have no true. clear. No That's clear probably true. <clears throat> so no. I don't know what the hell to do, but I think the next person who comes and asks me for advice will say, nah, "I don't know." Well, I don't know. What, the hell, what are you asking me for? Leave me alone. All right, we're gonna find out together. <laughs> we're gonna find yes. out together. We'll find out together. That's a good way of going about it. All right, Michael, what else you got, Pally? I just get my phone operating again, so got to get back to a guy at the Verizon here in in uh, Plymouth to get yeah. this finished up. All I right. got. Uh, I texted Michael Bryant, and I got a new number. Who dis? <laughs> no, dis? it's the same. It's it's the same number. I just didn't have my contacts on the little, you know. Oh yeah, right, it's just your using. number. He, he just, just doesn't said say new your phone. Number. Who dis? Right. Who dis be? And I said, Hi, it's me, Brittany. I gotta go home. Who does be? All right, Michael, thank you, sir. Thanks. Bye. That is going to do it for the show today. We will talk to you again tomorrow.